Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Nate Matthews Leader, and I'm joined by my co-host. Maggie and Tim, and we are the Inside Agents. On this weekly podcast, we'll be discussing hot topics around football and the sports industry from two agents' perspectives. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of the Inside Agents. On this episode today, it's it's really um, a special one. Uh, you know, myself, uh, Maggie and Tim, and of course my co-host, uh, Nate Matthews, uh, leader. We are, you know, discussing the current events, what's going on, what's happening within the world of soccer, as well as just everything that has taken place within the past week. Nate, feel free to take it away. So just piggyback, piggybacking off of Maggie, we brought you guys this episode because, one, since you guys are new to our podcast, we will be doing recaps after we have a couple of episodes. And recaps are just basically covering topics around football and sports that are going on um, in general, not necessarily how we have one topic. It's usually just a couple of things going on in the sport in general. This one is an important one because a lot of things have happened or transpired in the last week and a half or weeks around football and soccer. And not even that, it just just basic human rights as well. So we thought that it would be important to address it because we are the inside agents and we are covering all topics around sports and football. And what's transpiring in the world is affecting all of us and we've seen it throughout players whether they're showcasing um showing um showing their gratitude Mm -hmm. or expressing tributes to the lives that um have been lost due to just violence because of race and i would like to say that we don't tolerate any any racial bias we don't tolerate any racial slurs we don't tolerate any racism point blank period on our podcast um we've all experienced it maggie and i ourselves were both minorities as you guys know already and the reason why we got into this football industry and like is because we need to give our people a voice we feel um and when our whole society is affected and people are not seen equal we feel like obviously we're going to take it personally because these are our people like it's a human race issue that has been going on from the beginning of time so we just wanted to one give our condolences to all of those who were lost due to racism and um just their lives were cut short unnecessarily because in our society that can happen literally just whether you're a male a black male you can be a black female you can be just any minority so we just want to address that situation and we're gonna dive into how other footballers have contributed how other footballers have been affected and also on another note we're gonna talk about leaks coming back because there are a few leaks coming back and um, North America, the women's, the women's league has decided how they're going to come back in an interesting way. MLS has decided that they will come back as well. So 
we're just going to brush up on those things as well as the Premier League also has decided to come back, which we haven't really addressed on our podcast as of yet. So, um, Maggie, if you'd like to talk about, I know you've had some clients do some great things in regards to George Floyd and like being black in America and just dealing with racism in general. So if you'd like to let our insider agents family know about what's your athletes have done to pay tribute please share absolutely absolutely um and just once again my heart goes out to the um george floyd's family brianna taylor armored arbery um you know it's it's just it's really heavy heavy on the heart for me um and for nate as well and so once again just want to send my condolences to those families um, and just anyone that has been affected by it, by it. Um, and as we speak of, you know, these events and what has happened, the past week has been interesting. Um, I've been just extremely proud of my guys. Um, you know, a few of my clients decided, hey, you know, this affects us as young African-American males and we want to be able to show how not just how it affects us, but we want to also pay our tributes to, you know, those families and someone like George Floyd, because obviously they're thinking from a standpoint where without football, that could be them. That could be any one of our relatives. So um, if we look at Bundesliga, for example, uh, three players in particular have stood out um, amongst headlines. I mean, obviously we talk about Jaden Sancho and what he's, done um, by wearing a shirt that stated justice for George Floyd in their past ga- uh, game this past weekend. Um, and we have Marcus Thurm, who also decided to kneel, which was something new that I've never seen within football. Um, we know in America here, in North America, mainly with American football, the NFL, of course, Colin Kaepernick has decided to take it, take a knee years ago, and that has been his stance from the beginning. And um, it has been something that a lot of athletes have decided they were going to do that as well. Um, so for Marcus Durham to do that, it actually started a whole kind of like snowball effect because now a lot of the clubs are doing this. So we saw Liverpool um, decide to kneel, their players kneeled. We saw Chelsea. Chelsea was very creative where their players not just took a nail, but they decided to spell out the letter H for human beings. Um, And I thought that was very creative. And then, of course, another one of my guys, um, Hugh Roberts from the USL uh, Championships, Charlotte Independence Defender, decided to not just uh, piggyback off of um, a video that he's created a few weeks back after hearing about Ahmaud Arbery and showing, you know, how social injustice affects African-American males within, you know, America. Um, But he also wrote a really nice, eloquent piece um, that is on the USL Championships website. It is um, under their From the Pitch side, and it basically expresses his thoughts on, you know, social injustice, racism, and, and how when you're fighting for justice, we really don't get far. So... Um, I thought that was really, really touching. And um, the messaging, it's it's spreading across. And Nate, I'm sure you've seen other players as well. Can you 
shed some light on maybe some of the, the even Canadian players that have decided to take some stance. I, I've seen a few players from Canada that also vo- voiced their opinion on social injustice and racism. That's um, a great point. And I would like to touch on some of the MLS players and Canadian players, like you said, who I've seen mm-hmm. spoke out. I've seen um, two TFC players. Mm-hmm. I saw Josie Outdoor speak out about the injustice. And we all know Josie's been um, influential in just North American soccer and MLS in general. And he's been the starting striker for the U.S. national team for past almost a decade, almost a decade, Josie's been a part of um, the U.S. national team system. So he was just speaking about uh, the injustice that he has experienced. And one person I wanted to point out because this was so relevant was Derek Entian Jr. from Columbus Crew was pulled over twice alone. Mm. And... um, This goes to show that it's not even about your status as a person um, because athletes are held at a higher pedestal, but we know that um, soccer is not the biggest sport in North America. So maybe the average person may not necessarily know who these people are. Mm -hmm. So it just shines light on like, you can be a pro athlete and North America, but it does not matter because the cops were pulled him over twice in um, his drive home, and both instances he heard the cops say, "quote unquote," um, that he fits the description of someone who would have a warrant. Hmm. Uh, so that is also um, another thing we'd like to address is just the racial targeting that happens in our society. It doesn't matter whether you're a football player, whether you're a doctor, whether you're a lawyer, just goes to show that any professional footballer or any professional player is still experiencing racism to this day, where it's like, what does someone who looks like they have warrants look like in the eyes of the people who are supposed to protect us? Because um, just for him to experience that in one day, just two officers, two separate occasions of officers pulling him over because he quote unquote looks like he has warrants is not okay in our society. Like it's point blank, not okay in our society at all for that to happen. And even for me personally, I don't know a single black male who has not experienced some sort of racism growing up, whether that is subliminal racism or just blatant racism just due to the color of their skin where even um richie lara who played for um he grew up in canada he ended up going to akron and then after akron he got drafted to orlando and he came out and said like it's he's had his mother call him since he left canada to go to Akron and even play at Orlando to make sure that he made it home every night because she was just in fear of him potentially, his life being taken away from him due to the color of his skin. So it's it's such a common theme that we need to address it because like um, I addressed earlier on uh, my social platforms that a lot of 
athletes and a lot of black people in general whether you're male or female don't like to speak on these issues because there are financial implications that usually come with it whether you lose your job or society views you as a even more of a threat when it's like i want to voice my opinion and i don't agree with what's going on but it's like why is that why do our people feel like they cannot address their issues in um america which is the land of the free our people have never been free and it's 2020 now it's a new decade so it's time for us to all step up as a community um regardless of race we need to do what's right for um our people and everybody in general i i couldn't agree more with you nate um i I saw something yesterday that Weston McKinney from um, Bundesliga as well, who also was actually the first to display his tribute to George Floyd um, last Saturday during, you know, a match and decided to wear um, a band saying justice for George Floyd. And many people wondered, okay, you know, is this illegal because you know, as we all know, especially within football, when it comes to uniforms and um, the rights that you have in, in terms of, you know, what you're wearing. And, and even for someone like Jaden Sanchu, it was a big deal, too, where they were saying, OK, was he going to be penalized for that? Um, but the federations, including FIFA, decided they were not going to penalize these players for expressing their um, their rights and, and, and their feelings and, and how they feel, because such as a, a you know, governing bodies such as FIFA also agrees that they do not condone racism or discrimination in any kind of way. So I thought that was very good. And and Weston, you know, McKinney decided to take it up a notch even more where he gathered not just friends from the football uh, world, but even from basketball, um, from the NBA. I saw he had some NFL players and they all kind of chipped in and got together and shared their views on you know, um, police brutality, social injustice, racism. And I thought that was so, it was just such a beautiful thing to see. Um, I mean, usually for me, it was, it was great. And Nate, you know, we've talked about this to where it's very rare that I see football taking part in social injustices. Usually with, with, when something happens, I'm always expecting to see NFL players, um, NBA players, usually other ones that voice their opinions, but to see the football industry and community step up the way they have, I mean, it's, it's beautiful, beautiful. I've seen some of the guys even who are more American based, especially within MLS clubs, they decided to protest and and join the protest. Um, You know, we've seen guys like Memphis Depay who decided to um, join the protest as well in a place like Amsterdam. So when we see this, um, it's it's beautiful. And it's not just the men that's doing this also. The women, um, you know, many, plenty of the women from the National Women's League, as well as the U.S. women's national team, um, you know, obviously women like Crystal Dunn, um, Margaret Purse, Estelle Johnson. Um, I mean, so many women stepped up and said, OK, we, too, you know, have to speak on this. I, I even saw some just amazing pieces written by um, Jamila Fields from uh, 
Houston uh, Dash. I've seen a couple of other ladies as well that have just really voiced their opinions on what it's like. Because just like the men who experience, you know, some racism, women do too. Women do too. I mean, I, I could tell you as a woman, as an African-American, as a woman who's of African descent, I mean, I was born to an African, you know, my mother was born in Africa. Um, so I was born to an African parent and to kind of see what that's like. Even in North America, there are certain cities, certain states that I don't feel comfortable going to. I don't feel comfortable going to because I don't, you know, I don't know if I'm going to make it out. I don't know if I'm just going to visit and anything can happen on that visit. Anything can happen on that visit. So, you know, I just pray that one day we won't have to live like that. And we know obviously from years ago of what our ancestors had to go through and and just people in general and obviously having those greats like Martin Luther King and what he fought for and Malcolm X and what they stood for. And, you know, things somewhat have changed, but it still exists. It still exists. And it exists not just in our everyday lives, but when you look at sports, when you look at, you know, entertainment and you look at various industries, you would think, you know, it doesn't exist, but it does. It does. Yeah, that's a that's a great point. And um, I'd like to say, since we're going to cover like all topics and sports that I've been very disappointed in how some NCAA schools will most have handled oh, the situation. Yes. yes. I will speak personally. My school has not said a word. My alma mater has not said a single word in wow. regards to what has transpired. And this is almost 10 days, 10 days in. 10 days into um, what's been going on. And people know how I feel about the NCAA and the players working so hard and the organization just making so much money off of the backs of these young athletes. Mm -hmm. And then for schools not be like schools not coming out to um, protect their student athletes is um, just honestly, I would say like, I should be surprised, but I'm like more disappointed than surprised because um, it really does go to show that at the end of the day, we're um, just a commodity for them. Like it's just entertainment. No one wants to step up. Even I looked at my conference and there was only one school that made a statement so far in regards to uh, what's happening. So um, that. I just want my student athletes to know like there are people who care about you and just stay strong and stay focused and try to um, keep your head on straight because I know that you may feel like what about what about those student athletes who have to go back to campus in September like mm -hmm. will they feel protected on their own campus mm -hmm. like like it's just a lot for them to deal with and for them to look at the support of their coaches or look at the support of the athletic director or even the president of the school and for um, those guys who are in uh, the leadership roles not to take the lead in um, social injustice um, speaks volumes for me as a former student athlete and it um, just flat out disappointing in regards to um, my school and other um, schools that I've seen. Also, um, another side point, like the music industry, Maggie, you worked in, 
And uh, <laughs> I was gonna touch on that too. I mean, yeah, you're you the, came from that, the music industry. That, I'll let you touch on that one. That first of all, um, I mean, I was proud of you know both my alma maters because they've have spoken on you know on these issues and have put out a statement. Um, even coaches have as well. I wanted to touch on that before we even get into the whole music industry side because what it makes what I've been thinking about for the past few days is wow. I'm seeing so many professional players, college athletes speak up, but then I'm wondering the the coaches that coach you guys um, that haven't put out statements, the schools that haven't put out statements, the professional players that work with with agents and agencies, they have not put out statements. How does that make you feel? Because I know me as an agent, I, I was pretty much disappointed and disgusted to feel like, well, here, here are you know other agents of other sports or whatnot representing African American males, minority um, you know athletes, but yet there's not a statement. So it's like, do, how do you feel? Do you feel any type of way about what's going on? And to know that you are representing players that you know, God forbid, could one day be in a similar situation. So how do you deal with it? And so I just feel like during this time and seeing a lot of what I have seen, it, it shows a lot of true colors of people. Um, and that that leads me into the music industry. I started my career in the music business. And about 85 to 90 percent of the revenue that is coming into a lot of these major labels are coming from hip hop. It's stemming from hip hop artists. So to know that, you know, and I'm not going to say all the labels because I, I did see Warner Music Group, um, not only did they step up and say, okay, you know, we feel, we feel affected by this, but they've actually contributed a large um, donation um, to a fund that's going to help, you know, with um, social injustice. So shout out to Warner Music Group. Interesting because I've never worked for them, but always had a lot of um, great relationships within that label. So when I look at like, you know, other labels, I'm just shocked. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Even down to artists. Let's let's take let's take it up a notch. I, I've seen artists speak up about issues that really is not even of importance. Yet this particular issue. They're extremely quiet. And if they have said something within the last, let's say, 24 to 48 hours, it's only because they were tired of being called out by Twitter or Instagram. You know, like these are the same fans that will go and fight for them if, if they're dealing with a, a situation. Yet when it comes to something like this, they don't have a comment. They don't have anything to say. You know, so it's it's just the whole thing is just shocking to me. It's really shocking. And I and I've seen recent comments from, you know, some NFL guys who stated what they stated. And it's like, wow, that's how you feel. Yeah. And it's it's even more saddening because sports is so diverse. Mm -hmm. When you look at football in general, there there's 
one of the sports where it's like you could have teammates from so many different countries and so many different the most backgrounds. Global sport in the world. And global sport and on the world. top of that, this is this is I congratulate football for being finally like globally football has been affected and globally football players are speaking out. Like like you mentioned earlier, I've never seen mm-hmm. when there's been any social injustice happening in the world where football players stand up and are counted outside of the region that's been affected. So big shout out to um, the football clubs who have responded. Big shout out to the um, players who've responded and big shout out to all the organizations that have spoken up about this because we can no longer stand for this. Like growing up, our parents have experienced it. Our like this is just ingrained in our society where it's like we have the voice and we have the change and also i'd like to bring up younger footballers so i know um i've seen a lot of mls academy football players mm-hmm. um um joshua gordon being one from toronto fc uh he has yes. been very vocal about um the social injustices that he's faced and he's been very active on his Instagram about making sure that people are aware of what has been going on and that he will not be silenced and he will definitely speak his views on getting equality for all. Um, I've seen it from a couple of other MLS Academy players all over the globe and um, good kudos to you boys because you boys are going to be potentially in the 2026 World Cup. Like you guys yeah, are the looking at you guys for the 2026 World Cup. So very proud of the way you guys have banded together the young athletes. I've seen all races do it, not just black players. I've seen all races have um, at the younger ages have come out and spoken and said some very valid and positive points and shared some great outlooks from their perspective. So that... um. Kudos to you guys. I really appreciate it. Um, let's just go into now what's been going on with football because football is back, everyone. The Premier League is back. Yes. On a, and- on a better note, football is back. It is back. It is back. It is back. I'm excited. I, I And I, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Nate, but once you said that, I just, you know, I was like, I didn't want to be sad the whole episode, but I wanted to get into that um happier phase but man this past few months without it I realized like I like it's it's hard to live without like usually I check my phone you know for the scores right or I'm usually on a plane somewhere and and by now would have probably been checking out a few um Premier League um matches or even Bundesliga matches or even MLS matches as well I've, I've had a few in my calendar I'm like wait that was today wow you know so i'm happy it's it's back honestly and i'm going to say this although the euros didn't happen i'm glad to say that summer is going to be filled with sports like yeah the covid that is one positive i could take because usually after champions league ends in may end of may june i'm like man now what but we're going to be flooded with football from so many leagues. The MLS is coming back. 
the women's league is coming back and um yes. premier league is coming back so hopefully usl as well united soccer league will join that's the only league um that we're waiting to kind of hear back to see whether they're going to resume because we've yes. we've heard it from mls this week we've heard from obviously bundesliga was the first to carry it um as far as north america and canada is concerned the national women's league um they are basically carrying the torch for us. And they're starting with their Challenge Cup uh, June 27th. So that's going to be awesome. I know, I think MLS is doing the tournament as well, uh, Nate. Yeah, MLS is going to be, well, all MLS players are going to, in the next three weeks, make their way down to Orlando at the ESPN Wide World of Sports, where they will be hosting a, a like group stage slash tournament there with all teams participating and playing four games, I believe. The, the, women's, the women's league, they're all it's going June down. It's June 27. Yeah, they'll be in Utah, um, yeah. Salt Lake City. So that's so that's the good part. And, and like I said before, we're just waiting on USL. So hopefully United Soccer League can, um, hopefully they'll come they'll come through with a decision. Um, if not, and, you know, um, this week, maybe next week. I know that the Canadian Premier League as well, all of the players have returned to their um, home clubs and they've been yeah, training. Awesome. So I believe that they're trying to figure out a way to get back to playing behind closed doors, most likely. Yes. Uh, I know CPL, they're talking about hosting a tournament as well in um, one of the cities outside of um, one of our major ones. So it won't mm-hmm. be in Vancouver. Toronto or Montreal, but I've heard talks of Calgary and maybe Halifax as well to oh, host nice. a tournament where all, the, where all the players can come together. Um, still new though, but also very exciting. Also, we can talk about um, MLS was close to a lockout, so that does make me happy that Ooh. shout out to um, and, yes. and MLS the- together to get a deal done for Players. Yes, players association. Let me tell you, man, you guys are awesome, and you, you live up to exactly what your mission is, right? To like help the players, and the fact that they found an agreement—it's amazing. I love what the National Women's um, Soccer League Players Association yes. have created. Yeah. I mean, let me tell you, I would like to know who who was their attorney um, on that part to assist with that because. Hands down, one of the best. Um, I mean, hands down, one of the best. Yes, I, I I completely agree. We talked about it. And I think that it's great that the Women's Players Association was able to get housing and um, insurance, health insurance mm-hmm. for the women and their families. So yes. that, that to me was huge. Um, shout out to them for getting that deal done, especially because... Women definitely deserve better representation, and I think that this deal that was done goes to show that women's football is moving in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Even um, just getting their deal done first to even come back to play, it's going to be very exciting for it all is. of us. It is, and it definitely is. And a big shout out to Lisa Bard, who's their new, um, you know, CMO, and and just she has an amazing, amazing background um for anyone that doesn't know definitely take a look lisa has done some amazing work with the olympics she's she's a go-getter just really knows how to find the right solutions so she's really a problem solver and 
bringing her in and having her start and then being able to put together this whole challenge cup for the women's league is amazing. I mean, um, I, I just, you know, I, I was very, very ecstatic to see that that was coming back. Of course, you know, for me, when it comes to women's football, super excited. I, I wish it was open to, I mean, I know it's not open to the public, but at least if it were open to like Asians and stuff, I would definitely go and um, check it out. But um, I'll be watching um, on on uh, TV for sure. I'll Definitely. be tuning in. Definitely. Yeah, I'll be and tuning in. So, um, another breaking news in the transfer market. Since we are agents, Timo Warner supposedly did agree. Per- but, but, um, but wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second, Nate. Wait a second to see. You're, you're getting to the real hot, hot topic. Two other leagues as well that we forgot to even mention, La Liga and Serie A are definitely coming back as well. So this month is amazing. June is not just one of my favorite months because it's my birthday month, but look at all the stuff that's happening just this month. And then, of course, we're starting to see a couple of transfers happen. And then for July, we're going to hit, we're going to hear about some transfers. And I know, Nate, we've discussed this, that we said it's going to feel like a uh, January you know, transfer window, but from what happened and what you're getting ready to announce, I don't know. It it could look uh-huh. like um it could feel like a summer one. It, it may not be as many big, big, big blockbuster deals, but it's definitely gonna deals be hot. Definitely deals are happening. And it's gonna be hot. There's definitely gonna be some big I would say there will be some big moves, not as many, maybe not the fees we are used to hearing, but there will be mm-hmm. some big name players going to some clubs. Very interesting to find out where these clubs got this money from, but that's a conversation for another time. And speaking of that, you want to walk us through that deal that you were about to announce that I had to just chime in and kind of let it be known yes, about Lottie and these other leagues. Big breaking news. Um, Chelsea have made a bid for Timo Werner to activate his release clause. So we may see Timo Werner from Red Bull Leipzig in the Chelsea blue, which also, what does what do you think that means for Tammy? Ooh, I don't know. Because either Tammy, either, so is, mm, mm. Because that, hmm. that means one coming in. Are they going to try to bring or that mean somebody's getting the boot? Um, I think, personally, I thought Tammy had a pretty good season. Um, seeing where he kicks off, this was his first time in the Premier League, but he was one of the top goal scorers. He did score for Chelsea. He's still fairly young. He's an England international. So for them to go out and sign another player in his position is very interesting to me. Um, I do feel like they did need another number nine, though, my personal opinion. But I did think Tammy was also um, doing well for Chelsea. So it's going to be very interesting to see how that situation plays out over. And I think they also have, don't they have another player coming in as well um, this this summer for for July? Um, Maybe. I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure. Oh, because we know that you're an Arsenal fan, so of course yeah, you're, of of course I'm you're not going trying to trying to figure out if Aubameyang's gonna accept this deal or not. That's that's. <laughs> too busy I mean, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I don't know. Also, I don't know. Also, 
thank you. Since we're talking about Arsenal, I would like to address for the fans that are just fans of football in general that this is um this is sports agent news for agents listening. Um, we talk about big boot deals and stuff like that, and news has just been reported that Adidas has dropped um, or will not be renewing Mesut Ozil's boot deal. It was worth what? Euros. Yes. If I had Adidas. a bullhorn right now, it wait. Say what? Yes, Adidas has decided that they are no longer going to renew Mesut Ozil's $22 million. Wow. Starting, actually starting June. So his contract is up. The agreement, they weren't able to come to an agreement. So Adidas has now decided that they will no longer be providing Mesut Ozil with a boot deal for the near future. So that's another sports agency news big update. I know we're agents, so we're definitely surprised about this. Like, I'm shocked. I'm just like, what? Because for the people out there, just to give you guys, Mesut Ozil has um, one of the biggest social media followings in the Premier League. And he's been the face of Adidas football for so long. It was him when i think of adidas i thought of mesut ozil i think of paul pogba i think of messi i think of luis suarez so mesut ozil was definitely one of their top players going in and it also surprises me because arsenal is an adidas club now this was their first season as an adidas club so but yeah. wait a minute i mean yeah, this, this is a lot going on oh and and to also answer your question when we were talking about chelsea it, it i remember his name now um hakeem hakeem ziek i think ziek is oh, making his way yeah. yeah he's he's starting yeah he's starting because i was like i apologize guys it's yes. a lot going on but i i just remembered i was like no there's a player i remember reading about this a while back and i know that they have someone coming in july and yep ziek is coming in july so so technically yeah, I, I'm I'm bad with the pronunciation. So Zayek. Or I just call him Hakeem. Hakeem. Oh, you're right. He's coming from Hakeem. Ajax. Hakeem. Yes. yes. He um they can train him as a nine if possible. If if he can I feel like he can play as a nine. Um yeah, Chelsea has a lot of interesting stuff going on over there, but it makes me think because since we're talking about Premier League and we're talking about Chelsea and we're talking about Arsenal, let me tell you, I'm thinking they're going after a few players in Bundesliga that, of course, you know, we discussed before. So if we're seeing deals like Werner's deal happen, then it makes me wonder if it's still possible for Man United to go after Sancho. I think it's possible. I think, I think it will be good for them to get him, I personally think, because... They don't have, let's be real, Man United does not have any players that are on the level of him in his position. <clears throat> Sound, <clears throat> sounds like an so, Arsenal fan, something an Arsenal <laughs> fan would say. <clears throat> that anybody who knows football knows Jaden Sancho will be in addition to Manchester United by Absolutely. That's my guy. In so, fact, I'm wondering why Arsenal didn't go after him. Mm, Arsenal, Arsenal's being... I don't mm-hmm. 
I don't or, know. Or, or Arsenal, is Arsenal, Arsenal going after anyone? Are they going after anyone this summer? Or are they saying, no, we're just going to fall back and wait till January? Maybe. Arsenal is also linked with um, Thomas, partly from Atletico Madrid. Ooh, that would be that would be a good one. Transfer news there is he Atletico did offer him a new contract. Thomas has stated that his desire is to join Arsenal, but do Arsenal have the funds to afford him? Very mm. those very interesting developments. I think Arsenal. Very man, this man. Let me tell you. Next month is going to be exciting. I mean, glued to the phone and glued to transfer market and just transfer news, um, because yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot that's that's gonna happen. And you know, our predictions are are obviously, ladies and gentlemen, our predictions. It's it's you know, even though we're agents, we still are just football fans by nature, and so. These are our predictions, and and it's not like we have inside sources where we know we're just giving you our opinion on what's going to happen. So um, I'm excited, exactly. really excited to see what's what's going to develop. Feel free on your um on our social handles to DM us or message us any topics you guys or any transfer stuff you guys are interested in. Um, please on our Twitters, on our Instagrams, if you guys have any topics you want to discuss or any comments about the podcast that you'd like addressed, yes. please out and we will definitely shout you guys out and definitely mention it in our next recaps. Absolutely, yes, please do. Um, our our social handles are is uh, the Inside Agents, so that's our handle on Instagram. It's our handle on Twitter. We're we're active, so we do respond. Um, we are on and, Facebook as well, just yes. to throw that out there. Yes, we're on Facebook as well, and we, you know, obviously release our episodes every uh, Friday. So um, it's, ex- you know, we're excited, and please, like, interact with us. Like, let us know your thoughts. Give us great feedback on, you know, what you liked about maybe our last episode or the episode before that or topics that you would want to see us talk about, like Nate said, um, or just any questions in general. If you're looking for advice, if you're you know, possibly wanting to know what is it like to be an agent? You know, we can also, you know, answer your questions and create something really cool around that, whether it's we have, you know, fans send us some questions ahead of time and we can answer it on one of our next episodes or anything of that nature. So please feel free to interact with us and and give us great feedback. Yes, most definitely. Also, um, Maggie, would you do you do you want to share what we have coming up for the next month, or would you like to? Ooh, I don't know, Nate. I mean, we could surprise them. Maybe we could just give them a little sample, like a little tease, can, no. like there yeah, like a little tease. Definitely, we're gonna have some people in all facets of sports on. We're definitely gonna address boot deals with major brands and scouting yes. with. Uh, uh, major. MLS, major major MLS has joined us on our podcast so yes and within the next month or so we have some exciting guests that are going to be coming on and um i'm super excited yes we we are gonna be having a lot more special guests on here covering all facets of football and sports from literally boot deals and sponsorships to literally a scouts intake and just coaching in general so definitely some exciting guests excited excited to be a part of this podcast 
excited to watch the growth of the podcast and definitely guys like we said please reach out to us on our social medias would love to hear from you guys and your opinions going on maggie do you have anything else um once again i just want to thank you guys for tuning in to another episode um we really appreciate you guys just locking with us um for the past what three or four episodes now so we we really appreciate it and and continue to you know tune in and and just give us great feedback and we love you guys guys. thank you so much Last, last thing i'd like to say please spread love take care of others and register to vote if you are yes. old enough please register, register. to vote and let your life vote your hurt. life literally depends on it like literally depends on it this this year this is the year that if you haven't taken it serious before please register get out there S- spread the message to all your friends and family make sure if it's family members if you guys got to go in a group do that if your friends you got to go in a group do that. And if you say the line is too long to wait and vote, if you can wait online to, to either go to a concert or go and, and maybe buy the latest iPhone or something, then you can definitely do that to go out and vote. So please, please thank you. register to vote. And thank once again, thank you, you so much, guys, for tuning into the Inside Agents.